You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one third of your hosts. I'm Jeremy, a.k.a. Sir Biggest Knees on Well, not on Twitter, but <clears throat> one of my a.k.a.s is Sir Biggest Knees. I'm Black Dante on Twitter, and hmm, I had a shady a.k.a., but that's not the show for this. So I'm going to throw it to. This is Ratchet Ramblings. There's time for shade everywhere. Uh, not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag keep in my message. Uh, well, hashtag keep behind the paywall. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it to my friend, my co-host, and the head nigga in charge. What's up, y'all? Curtis the Menace in the building. Uh, I have AKAs. I don't feel like doing them. We are a duo this week. Uh, Candace is still on pod PTO because life be life. And but we do have a special return guest back in the building. Hopefully, he has his Karibo paraphernalia on. We have <laughs> Side Eye Special. What's up, everyone? I am Side Eye Special, aka Is Demet Salen, aka Simon the All Seeing Sultan the Chill, aka and yes, I do stand Karibo. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But anyway, <laughs> is he? You mm. <laughs> watched the episode, and I was like, mm, I mean, you keep trying to cheat it with him, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever floats your boat and finds your lost Karibo, I guess. <laughs> whatever help you wins a duel, I guess. Good looking. I guess so. Speaking of duels, we have a duo of shows still. Uh, Black Ink Crew Chicago, like I said, I think it comes back maybe not this coming week, but the next week. So we'll still have a couple more weeks before we add another show to the roster. But the shows so far have been giving us plenty to talk about, obviously. We only had the two shows last week, and it was still a two-hour show, which is a mess in itself. But we'll start off with Real Housewives of Potomac. So this is season four, episode three, Hot Mike. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, all these titles. Screamed when in the beginning, like the show hadn't even the episode hadn't even started, and they was throwing Michael's ass under the bus <laughs> already. That, that's just gonna I, that's just gonna be a theme this season, and you know what I'm here for? Cause fuck Michael. I cannot I, I will, I, wait I, I do, to I see the culmination him, of all this. I have to give him some props. I have to give him petty points because when he hugged Ashley's mother. And he was sweaty as fuck from working out, and he gave her that long ass hug. I enjoyed that because you know they those two don't fuck with each other like that. Well, I mean, it's two trash peas in a pod, so you know. Speaking exactly. of, exactly, there's always a little time for two turds to throw more shit on each other. You know, I need to understand why Ashley Mama walked in there looking like a looking and sounding like a light skinned Loretta Divine. Like, girl, what are you over there going through? <laughs> and what were they eating? <laughs> and Ashley's like, Oh, I ran out of spinach. I was like, I thought y'all was supposed to be like loaded, girl. Why you ain't got no spinach? <laughs> you mm. knew your mama was coming over. <laughs> mm. I guess, just gonna, Ashley. Just gonna have you 
have your mama out here eating dust. Well, I'm like, well, I mean, she gave her mama the spinach. She eating dust. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure if you need to be doing that when you're trying to get pregnant, especially drinking the way that you do, little sailor. Listen, well, drink. And well, I did notice, I think it's interesting she's deciding to get pregnant the old-fashioned way, which is to get drunk and make bad decisions. Mm. Um, I want to see how the season shapes up because my, my niggy sense is telling me that she might be self-medicating because <laughs> that man got, mm. Mm. but like we said last week, I just, nothing about him and the way he openly conducts himself, even with cameras and a microphone on that he is a 100% heterosexual man. Nope. And I'm mm. trying to figure out why they still playing in our faces with this. Mm. Not, not, like, not even like what clout are you afraid of losing because that's already gone baby you've already embarrassed yourself and your wife multiple times mm. so yeah. y'all might as well embrace the shit and be like yeah we some freaks my husband do his thing we still gonna have a baby and what exactly but you, you know, sit up here trying to get drunk on corona which girl girl <laughs> on corona girl uh, uh, like if you're gonna self-medicate at least do it properly <laughs> hey, what did you even do Corona girl, you, you couldn't get a Stella. Like, come on, you up been drinking like a goddamn college kid, girl. What is you even doing? Corona girl, you are mm. not one of the sombreros. Why are you drinking so much Corona girl? Mm. Well, oh man, if you don't get yourself a cocktail and stop playing, <laughs> I guess when you do Ashley, I guess. Um, good luck. That's all I got. Well, no, actually, bad luck to y'all because y'all some bozo. So, the other thing is, I'm I'm a little weirded out that Cashley is Cashley. Come on, Cashley. That's not what I mean. I mean, it is clearly, but, <laughs> but you married to this man that's like the same age, if not older than your mama. You mm. really are Cashley. Mm. <laughs> that's a show title. <laughs> Damn, already. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a strong contender, friends. Oh man! Mm. And speaking on that, in the same veining, um, Karen Ray is only two years younger than your father, girl. Yo, I, that was jarring to me. I had no idea he was that much older than her, so I looked it up because Karen is like fifty six, and Ray was born in nineteen forty four. She was born in nineteen sixty three. I was like, I had no idea that he was almost twenty years older than her. God damn. And while she's not old, she ain't no spring chicken either. So, right. like, imagine watching your wife's parents die and they are literally only two years older than you. That's crazy. Jesus like, God Christ. damn, I knew his I knew his brother's friend from the... Oh, man, that's that's uncomfortable. That's really uncomfortable. Listen. For the Listen. love of money. Gotta get that money, man, because that's all I got, girl. Damn. I mean, you know, maybe y'all in love. I don't know. Um, they gotta be love. I guess. Um, but the money must be real good. I was gonna say for the love, like her, say for the love of money, cause mm, I mean, listen, cause, cause goddamn, right? one is willing to put up with a lot for the lifestyle that Karen allegedly leads. Uh, mm. I say allegedly, cause baby, them wigs, but we'll yeah. get there, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm gonna go full Candace in a little bit, cause honey, <laughs> that's where Karen getting the wigs from. Sweet child. <laughs> 
Sistren. Demo. Oh, girl. Anyway. So, there, friend. We we'll get there. So Giselle is back in therapy. And her goofy ass definitely needs to be in therapy. I agree. But Although I don't, that's that therapy session kind of confusing. Yeah, like he started it off a little rocky. They cut that up really weird. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, my, my, my senses are telling me that that's not how the conversation really went. But they edited it so weird to make it sound like he was like encouraging her to still deal with Sherman. And I'm like, why does she need to deal with Sherman in order to process what happened between them? The man clearly is unreliable. She's gonna be waiting forever and a day to get closure from swamp thing so it's like i was confused but then she had a good point now she he had a good point about her always taking like her emotions and her frustrations her frustrations out on other people such as her family and her friends although Mm. there is a significant part of me that feels like that's bullshit and they just saying that to give her an excuse because she's gonna keep trying to be friends with karen again and was, you know what i mean like a i wasn't really trying to be mean to you or anything like that i've always been your friends i was just going through a lot and i ended up taking it out on you and i'm yeah 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 i don't know yeah, i'm like, just a mean girl yeah just flat out. It's just it's just you just a bitch yeah, bad decisions. Yeah, and Absolutely. now you need to walk it back because you over there lonely because Robin getting dick again. So I know y'all don't chill as much as y'all used to. You don't have any other friends. Your daughters be over you. <laughs> so it's like I get it. You want your friend back because you ain't got none. That's why y'all brought Katie Ross back on here. Which is she a bozo or not? Nah? I couldn't tell because she acted a little weird on this. Episode. She gives me goofy bitch vibes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what it is. That's I, what it is. I'm looking at her. As soon as she walked in the restaurant, I'm like, "Who is this goofy ass bitch?" Damn. Where, damn. Mm. She was. She. She. Mm. She was. She was. Uh, she was very. She was. She was off. So she I ain't was. even gonna hold you. I ain't even gonna hold you. And then they had some clip where didn't didn't they say she peed on somebody's couch or something? Yeah, a clip from yeah. one of her reunions. Because they were they basically uh rolled the beautiful bitch footage back on Giselle and Katie's relationship. I don't want to say friendship. So how they used to drag each other and then how they used to be friends. So like I said, because Giselle ain't got no damn friends. She like, oh, I'm gonna bring my old friend Katie back. Giselle ain't got no damn therapist if therapy is leading her to reunite with this messy ass bitch. Oh well, good luck. <laughs> damn sorry. <laughs> or bad luck. I don't know. Mm, well. But I will say I can admit and be transparent that I was low key triggered when Giselle was like, "Yeah, um, I guess I do kind of throw people in the trash." Same. <laughs> and I was like, "Cause I remember years and years, for a long time, my friends used to always tell me that like you don't give people second chances, you just throw them in the trash." And I would always be like, "If you act like trash, that's where trash goes. Trash don't go right beside me. Trash goes in the garbage receptacle. So, <laughs> what's the problem?" Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot to process. Like, but it's different people, because Giselle sometimes people deserve. Oh. Yeah, because sometimes people do make mistakes and it's a legitimate mistake. But then other times it's because they're sloppy or they don't give a fuck. Well, it's not even that. It's that Giselle, you deserve to be case, in the trash can your damn self. So. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's in this like, case, it's it's like attracts like. Yeah, it's like you know, 
watch yourself on that because you beloved are garbage. That's why her daughters like Sherman so much. They keep trying to show her what her nasty ass energy is like. Her daughters be like, don't bring that Giselle from Real Housewives of Potomac shit up in here. Right. <laughs> we want regular ass Giselle, our mama. <laughs> right. We want mom, bitch. Save all that extra shit for Karen Huger. Even though neither one of y'all gonna whoop each other's asses. I did think it was hilarious when when Giselle pulled up and the damn sage went out. Oh yeah. They were being so extra though. It was before extra. we get there, one thing on Katie Ross. So she showed up looking like an extra from the Truth Hurts video huh? featuring Rakim ass face. But um when she was saying something about living with a 27 year old that has more money but don't help her with her bills, I was like, girl, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Oh, no. why would you do that? I don't listen. I'm not. A, I I don't get into the gender wars between the heteros because y'all are fucking crazy. Exactly. However, if you got a whole motherfucker living in your house, <laughs> or y'all are cohabitating, and he make more money, and you sitting here feeling goofy telling your friend that he don't help you with your bills because if you had it, no problem. I don't even think you would have mentioned him not helping with no bills, but. You just got on here looking crazy, girl. I don't get that. Like this is your this is your triumphant return to this show, telling people you <laughs> giving the pussy away <laughs> to somebody who makes more money and and she sounded a little bit jealous. Like, well, he's only twenty seven and he makes more money than me. And I was like, why does that even matter? This seems weird. Like, are you fucking him because you like him, or are you fucking him for the money that you're not getting? Help me understand. Actually, I don't care, Katie. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's why she was on there looking like that. Looking hungry. Yeah. <laughs> she waiting for a cash out. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the beauty parlor, girl. I, you in between. I, I see it, Katie. It's fine. You just should have pushed your, your return to this show back till after. But Katie do look like she sell cash out wigs. Uh, no, she look like she buy them. With what money? Exactly. <laughs> That's why she had that rag on her head. <laughs> Talking about Indian Memorial Day, bitch. Take that. Put no. Girl. Put a hat on. Put a hat. On. That was Indian. You look like somebody's mama that's about to clean the bathtub with a whole bunch of comet powder in there, girl. But anyway, speaking of dumb bitches, Robin, girl, why are you still working on this house? <laughs> How are y'all not still done with this house? I don't understand. Because they need a storyline. Because otherwise, what but the that's fuck an expensive Robin? ass storyline. I don't yeah. even believe that because that's that's too expensive. You talking about sixty thousand dollars for a storyline? Now listen, they are desperate to do what they need to do for these shows, but I don't see some motherfuckers who already done got scammed out of a whole lot of money hmm. wasting sixty thousand dollars just to have a storyline. But it's Robin. Like, Robin, you are not a bad bitch. You are not a businesswoman. You are not savvy. You are not a critical thinker. I think you just explained why she would waste $60,000 to have a storyline. Because I'm just like, and I didn't even feel like that man that was in there was a real worker. I feel like they hired him so that she wouldn't look stupid when she brought Juan over there. Because Juan was like, bitch, what the fuck? Well, Juan always been like that. Juan for everything. Every well, I mean, with good reason. They got scammed yeah. out of all their fucking money. Right. Juan got. Juan I'm surprised Juan let her do this. I mean, I right. guess he don't have a choice since they're not technically married. 
bedroom, but mm. oh, in-house conjugal visit ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Golly. Mm. I just could not believe that. It's been eight months, girl. It's been two seasons. You've been renovating one house. Mm. What is the problem? What is the holdup? And then when she said we only gonna be ten thousand dollars over budget, I said that's a fucking lie. Ain't no way in hell you four months over, over your time limit, over your your deadline, and you only gonna be over budget ten thousand dollars. It but it depends on how much they pay for that house. It don't even matter, because um, in order if they're like if they're actually doing work on that house, because I don't think they're doing shit with that house. I feel like somebody else is probably renovating that house on their own terms. And Robin is like, if you just let me come in <laughs> real quick, let us film real quick. It's like a couple and they work on it every other weekend. Right. Right. Here's $50 or whatever. Girl, because I just I just can't imagine. Like you already bad with money. Like you should be running a tight ass ship after everything, all the financial woes that y'all have had. Mm. You should be running a tight ass ship. Like you should have done your research. Have you a color coded binder like them crazy people on HGTV on house hunters and shit? Like, you should have had your shit together. I just don't understand letting this go on for four months because I'm like, even like a weather delay would not delay you four months. Although, part of it could be also that you know they don't know what they're doing, so they heard they let them tell them it was only gonna take four months because it looks like they renovating that whole fucking house. That was that's an at least at least a six month project. And that's with them working every single day, nonstop with everything scheduled back to back to back on top of each other. So it could be that somebody oversold and now they up here looking stupid, trying not to hemorrhage money. Cause Juan is like, bitch, if we broke again, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> Juan was old. He was like, girl, because <laughs> if I wake up and I can't go get me a motherfucking McGriddle at McDonald's because you done fucked up money up me, I'm Shout out to Tay. <laughs> Listen, Juan was like, "Don't you lose my goddamn cake anime." I told you. Listen, he was he was looking like, "Girl, now I enjoy climbing climbing up in that thing, but what you not gonna do? We not gonna be out here poor again, right? Mm-hmm. You not you not gonna play in my face again, right?" So <clears throat> then we see Ashley meet up with candace for whatever reason candace is like oh, i'm gonna go check on ashley even though ashley was in her confessional being shady not wanting to use the word friend which was fine i don't even know why you went down that road though you could have just been like yeah we hanging out and she checking on me that's really sweet like the unnecessary shade ashley that's why you be out here looking stupid mm. you got a whole lot of light skin potentially biracial ass nerve to mm. be shading people down the way that you do when your husband is out here embarrassing you like that Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, girl, you are on Rashida levels of stupidity when it comes Woo! to women. And all we will get motherfucking there. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Ashley? Discernment. Hey, Nan. <laughs> Listen, you when you walk up to the buffet and you ask for the discernment, the lady be like, hey, no more. All we got is green beans. <laughs> And Corona. And Corona. <laughs> Can I have a chocolate milk Corona? <laughs> and she was throwing that Corona back, boy. Candace was like, girl, are you trying to get pregnant or are you trying to get drunk? What is you doing? Although, now, I don't know anything about that and we don't have any uterus having people on the show. 
So I don't know how much drinking affects when you're trying to get pregnant. Although I, I would imagine it has some kind of effect because everything has an effect on your body. Yeah, I, would ima- I think for someone as high strung as Ashley, because that's she's a nervous motherfucker because she always got some shit going. Because she um, always in some shit, and her husband exactly. is always playing in somebody's booty. <laughs> I would be high strung too if I was trying to perpetrate like my marriage is perfect and everything is fine, and we working through our issues and we trying to have a baby. Meanwhile, this motherfucker is grabbing ass and talking about sucking dick and something. <laughs> so she needs to be fasting is what she needs to be doing. Like mm. if anything, girl, you need to be taking it that up with your but you can't take it up with your husband because your dumb ass signed that goddamn prenup last season. Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So now you send up and you got to have a baby so you can have any kind of footing with this man. But mm. you know, both of them they, they like the idea of being of being married more than they like being married to each other. I don't even think he cares about being married. I think he cares about having a trophy on his uh, excuse me, I misspoke. Mm. Pardon me, Ratcheteers. A McDonald's Happy Meal toy. No, <laughs> he cares about he cares about having a beard. So accurate. Cause I'm listen, I, y- y'all know I'm not one to be called throwing the gay on me and unnecessarily. But sir, you have had way too many incidences. <laughs> Some in the milk is not clean. You know what the milk is? It's curdled. Okay. <laughs> that's not milk so oh yes it is milk um, man milk <laughs> <laughs> and you drinking it michael she drinking corona and you drinking dicks what is <laughs> what is happening is, oh wait never mind never mind i need answers damn it Curtis is like, don't nobody care. Curtis, Curtis is like, I will know no peace until y'all stop playing off. No, they will know no peace. That's why you're on here getting thrown under the bus <laughs> on the show now. <laughs> they done collected the footage on your ass. They got a whole file. <laughs> Golly, they have all of the the dot MP4s on that ass. Jesus, mm. have a sex tape. Shit. Every fucking episode, this man is saying something wild. Every mm. episode, like did. Did y'all see the way he was talking to them? Now, granted, the, the man was nice looking. Okay, he had the muscles going on. Okay, fine. But Mike, like, he was like creaming himself. Like, sir, oh man, you working out? Wow, no. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? That is really, that is too much. Like, you to admire a man's physique and be like, hey, you know, how, you know, good job. How'd you get there? You know, are you one of those bodybuilders? Shit like that. But the way he was talking about him and to him, and I may be doing a little bit too much, may may have a little bit too much dip on my chip, but it did not strike me as number one, those two men did not already know each other. And number two, that they have not had these kind of conversations before. Now, I ain't saying that Michael knows what that black dick looked like. However, what I am saying is I would not be surprised if he did. Mm. What I'm saying is I would not be surprised if Michael was trying to get pregnant his damn self. He, he was doing that when he was on Grinder in the UK. <laughs> Nick, what the fuck? Talking about that ain't me. That is you. <laughs> Michael be like, no, exactly. don't, don't fuck around and got your boy pregnant. Listen, Michael was over there like, would you like to have some of my fish and chips? Like, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> Whole wife over here on TV and your ass in the UK trying to slut it up with men. What is you doing? And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Just be honest and open. Cause y'all exactly. trying to hide the shit. 
Like mm. it's it's too much. You cannot need that type of storyline that badly. Your lives are enough of a mess without it. Right. Because a man like I can't even fathom what mindset you would have to be in to agree to this storyline if it ain't true. Like this is just too much. Like I know y'all are willing to do a lot of stuff to be on these TV shows, but from all accounts, from everyone on the show, Michael Darby, you don't need to. You you got money in the bank, so I'm confused. Like, sir, you are old and no one cares. No one cares. I mean, they gonna make fun of you because, I mean, honestly, I feel like they'd make more fun of you for trying to perpetrate than being honest. But truly, anyway. Um, speaking of perpetrating, so uh, Karen invites Giselle over to her house. Mm. She over there being extra sage in the whole house. <laughs> Damn sage going out and shit. She trying to blame it on Giselle. And I was like, I don't know, beloved. She ain't even in the house yet. Some of that is you. <laughs> right. Um, the bad juju from them wigs. If she keep fucking around with that sage, them wigs are going to end up on the lawn. Child. <laughs> I was here for Karen. Like, no, you can't see my whole house. Sit your ass down. Exactly. Shut yeah. your ass up, bitch. She was not. Yeah. Giselle was like trying to make a joke out of everything. Karen was like, I don't need you in my house. You talk too much. You messy and you trash. She's like, yeah. bitch, if I wanted to laugh, I'd put on Comedy Central. Hello. That, that part. I'm here for Karen being not have a, keeping her foot on her on Giselle's neck because it's what Giselle deserves. The only thing is Karen that wig, the wig. Saw her behavior deplorable though. That made me laugh. Yeah, it's I'm well. deplorable. I was like, damn. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on, come on, Hillary, Hillary on Karen Clinton. Come on now. Let me tell you one motherfucking thing. Let me mm. tell you what's truly deplorable. Them motherfucking wigs, girl. <laughs> Honey, I'll what is happening? It has been too long. It is season four, baby. What is happening? Why have those weeks not been upgraded? It has been too long. You cannot be the grand dame with your wig blasting off like motherfucking Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> 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 like Karen, you are a beautiful older woman in your what? mid 50s but this is not it it's no excuse for your wigs to be looking like that every damn week mm. every week and the fact and let me tell you something bravo so motherfucking shady because they threw it back to last season when they was at that cookout and, and karen's wig was literally trying to crawl off her head <laughs> that wind was like come with me my child <laughs> gone with the wind with the wig gone with the wig i was like girl <laughs> And it's not gotten better. That's the thing. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, do you not watch the show? How have you not been humbled to the point where you like, let me get these wigs? To Who is selling you these false dreams on these wigs? Mm, right. She just shoot her wig, man, or whatever. Listen, no, she behind that wigs off Candace. That's what it is. Uh, and then Candace. Off Candace, because Candace don't do no work. And this mother is sabotaging those goddamn wigs so her daughter can make no fucking money. That's what that is. I would not be surprised if I was, Aaron was getting their wigs from the same place. Cause let me, cause Dorothy, listen, <laughs> Dorothy, teenage mutant ninja mama girl, you need to get <laughs> that. <Curtis. laughs> when I was old, Warthog. <laughs> Curtis, I'm I'm 
I'm just saying, get these wigs <laughs> together, ladies. It's no excuse. <laughs> y'all, y'all perpetrate about having money way too much for y'all wigs to be busted like this. <laughs> Dorothy, y'all do not. <laughs> oh, not a time. Look at <laughs> when the attitude is uh, shredder. Yes, she act like Raphael. Always got a bad fucking attitude. <laughs> when you are a haggard old bitch like ooh, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. But when you are nasty like that, that's what that's, that's that's what you get because you don't get nobody on your side to tell you that those wigs look like that. And then you oh go and be looking fucking stupid. Speaking mm, oh. speaking of fucking stupid, um Giselle, why did we need to know this secret about you having a bald hoo-ha? Who cares that you did you veat your vag? We we didn't need to know that. Like y'all could have didn't done the secrets, quote unquote, off camera. And then Karen didn't make it no better talking about her titties, and I was just like, okay. Mm. But I'm still confused, Karen. You done took your titties out, but you're not doing nothing about them wigs. Priorities. You got this beautiful house. Um you living in a beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the receipts on your face. <laughs> I ain't saying you're lying. I'm just saying I would like to see it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, okay? As I, and as I would like to see her some new better wigs. Oh, yes. That's what I would like to see. Like, girl, there's way too many. Pe- girl, you can you could do better with a with a Jalon Aaron wig than what you're wearing. Like, mm. Because those anyway, this is not for that. Um, shout out to you, what is it, London? No, Lauren, Lauren, England, whatever. Um, so this 90s music party that Ashley threw for her uncle, um, a miss. So, first of all, Candace. We don't need to keep hearing about whatever you and you and Brown Dick Chris got going on. We do not care. We do not care. Well, the 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 wedding morning, bitch. We don't care. Yuck. We don't. Yuck. Like, can you imagine watching their sex tape? You know, they yeah. would spend like seven minutes of her trying to uninstall that motherfucker hair hat. Uh-huh. No dick with that shit on your head, girl. Uh-huh. Out of here. That half of it is the wig is cocked at like 45 degrees. That's because it's sitting on top of a helmet. (laughs) Girl, oh, the installation is terrible. Oh man, so that was weird. I did not, I don't, we don't need that. And then Robin, girl, Robin. Mm. Robin, Mm. why did you show up to that? party looking like one of the fairly odd parents other than not getting that fucking house renovated Ooh, listen let me oh tell you something goodness. I was like I mean it wasn't even bad looking I'm just like girl what do you do you have way too what are you doing she was coming, she came to the party looking like freezer. I was like, girl, what is she in? And the only thing I kept thinking about when I saw that pink hair was the shorter my week, the shorter my hair, the mm-hmm. questions, bitch. What it's, you're right. As soon as she said that, I thought about that tagline. I was like, Robin, this, this is why you don't deserve nice things because your old TV looking the fuck stupid. What is you even doing? Like, we already have one pink in the world, and she is white. <laughs> 
<laughs> and even she don't rock the pink hair no more. Get it together, Robin. Listen, what I are think, you doing? I think those taglines are affirmations, as they certainly aren't true. Yeah, they are affirmations of stupidity. <laughs> Every one of them is bad. <laughs> they are terrible. Like they are really bad this season. Yeah. But I feel like with Real Housewives of Potomac, the worse the taglines, the better the mess and drama. <laughs> Because uh, you know, this season is, is I cannot be- wait for this to boil over. It's so much shit going on this season, and mm-hmm. they don't do nothing but fight all season. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of the few shows where they literally argue and fight the whole season. Yep. Um, did Michael run when he first saw Ashley's mom? It looked like he was trying to get out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "But you was just giving her a sweaty ass hug. Why are you trying to duck her now?" Probably no, 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 no. Need to take a shower. Oof. I, mm, mm. That's probably. Oh, was I not supposed to say that out loud? That's probably his issue. He be trying to, he be trying to do too much in the shower in the locker room. But I, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he needs. He keeps trying to go to the store and get get some bread. Yep. Mm. He trying to get a baguette. But uh. Katie Ross shows up. Um, I feel like she was doing a lot. Like, I'm I don't feel no way about you joking on Candace, but you don't joke like that with people you don't know that you yeah. just met that just got married. Like, oh, I wish I would have met you five days ago. I would have told you not to do it. Bitch, shut up. You sound that's, fucking stupid. That's exactly right. why I said she's a goofy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is did not lie. Who but a goofy ass bitch would say something so fucking stupid to somebody who just got married that, that you don't even know Mad. with a wig like that? Mad. You I, can look at her wig and you can tell she don't have much going for her. She's happy about her marriage. Let her enjoy her marriage. Right. Because Lord knows she don't have. <clears throat> she got she got a lot working against her. She don't really have no job. Her mama nope. crazy. Yep. Her man is her man. A halfway dead beef. <laughs> mm. Those by the way, those vows were fucking garbage. I was disgusted. As we all were. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out you had all them men standing behind you while you got married, and not one of them was like, This is not the move. I was you know none of them were black, so that's why. It right. was really like I was physically uncomfortable. I couldn't sit still while he was, was saying that bullshit. Truly. Let me tell you what else had me appalled. That terrible fucking song that Ashley did. Yo! <laughs> they played at that party. First of all, that is not a 90s jam. It's not a jam at all. Ashley, you don't have no throat. So the fact that y'all keep playing this fucking song. No, but when Giselle shaded that shit in her confessional, I hollered. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it's, like, it's a mess. And I was like, it is a mess. I mean, you a mess too, but that song is a bigger mess. Correct. A broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Okay. Listen. A miserable Giselle is right <laughs> twice a twice a season. Yeah, we'll Ooh. go with that. Because listen, I am I am tired of them playing in our goddamn faces like this bitch can sing. She cannot. That shit was trash. She that can't even hold a tune. She can't like, hold a tune and her huh? voice is fragile. It's the worst of both worlds. Like, she ain't got no voice. What you mean it's fragile? She ain't got none. It, exactly. It, it comes out of sounding like it's about to shatter all over the place. Like, like we said stop. last season, you up here sounding like a goddamn altar boy singing about loving his <laughs> <family> <laughs> love penis. 
and I want to see how they're gonna try to work themselves out of this because it's just been like they have been piling it on pile. Listen, they have been sprinkling parsley <laughs> all over this season. So we only what three episodes in, four episodes in, mm-hmm. and they have been piling on the parsley of Michael <laughs> being a fuck man. <laughs> I don't say fuck nigga because mm. Mm. But because <laughs> he, he don't well, I, he well he do just being so loose <clears throat> the lips with I'm just like what are you doing? Like you, Michael is the poo of Real Housewives of Potomac. He act just like poo. Yo, Curtis, it was she old as her too. So you know what? Mm. Well, that says more about her than him. <laughs> but I just Man, well, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much the whole episode. So, uh, Robin was showing a whole lot of, like, they showed a lot of clips. Robin was taking a bunch of videos and, you know, they like to be on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff. Um, she said that they partied down till like three, four in the morning. And she was like, I heard him say they, she didn't say his name. But they were talking about Michael overall, and then you know they kept cutting in her confessionals. And she was like, I heard him say that he would suck somebody's dick, and I just don't want to talk about it no more. I was like, nah, bitch, give us the motherfucking tea. You Correct. don't shit else. You give us bad hair and bad taglines. And bad presence, bad energy. Bad ways of handling your ex nigga that don't know if he want to be your ex or your next. Mm. Give us the tea. Prove your worth, Robin, because right now you don't have no reason to be on here. <laughs> Give us the tea. And then when Michael went to like one of the producers and was like, Oh, you know, my microphone was that okay? Like, and they were like, No, we didn't, we didn't have it on. We didn't catch a lot of the stuff. He was like, Oh man, good. Cause I, I you know, I, I said some things that may not, what do you, I don't forget. I might, I, I might regret. Yeah, that I might regret. And I'm like, Mm hmm. You know, he put something in his mouth, he might regret. I, well, I don't feel like he have any regret about that. I was say, seems like he trying. That's what he's trying to be on. Which again, it's nothing wrong with that. Just stop with the charade. You know what I'm saying? Like if you weren't in our faces with this, I would be like, do whatever you want to do because that's not my marriage. That's not exactly. my life. But you on this TV screen playing in everybody's faces, you think you're smarter than everybody. They literally p- compiling evidence like you going to trial. <laughs> right. The so trial of my either this gonna come to a head and he gonna have to make an admission or how they gonna try to talk and walk their way out of it. Cause right now, mm, the trial look, of I'm just saying, Michael, it looks like after you work out, you enjoy a semen smoothie. That's all I'm saying. Now, Trent champion and, and fight against it and prove that, you know, I don't say you prove that you love your wife because it's clear you don't give a fuck about her like that. But um, actually, I don't know. I don't even know why you're here, to be honest, Mike. <laughs> I just, this is a mess. That's what I have. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. I want them to stop dragging this on because we heard about this dick sucking alleged thing that he said last episode and the fact that we still got it going on for another episode like come on let's yeah. get there let's get there give us the whole course andy are they gonna wait for us are they gonna wait for like everybody on the show to say the same shit until we till they reveal it or like, like i mean they said the shit last season <laughs> exactly 
that was really the only thing that they could really hold over Ashley's head because you know she'll fight against everything else, but she can't fight against that. Like that didn't happen. That wasn't him. All right, girl. If you say so. If you say so. But I would be surprised if it was him because it's like he good with prenups. He probably good with NDAs too. He might have just forgotten them, slipped that one to somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because if you you cut that black light on, <clears throat> yikes! Fourth of July. Ah, mm. Mm. Uh, good well, luck, everybody. No bad luck. <laughs> but we'll be back for next episode and see what happens. So we're gonna take a quick break and then we will get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, Ratcheteers, we're back. It's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta time. So this is season eight, episode 10 to the left. Which now that I think about it, I don't think I got the reference for the title, but I mean they be putting I'm, stuff out their ass. I was just about to say, I mean it could be uh what's her name moving her shit out or whatever. Like it could it's, it's a stretch. I don't it didn't feel innovative. No, it didn't. It did it. So we start off with Jock's radio show. Which again, I've still not heard in these Atlanta streets, but go off. VH1. I mean, they showed the the channel number allegedly, so maybe Carly Red was on camera serving us gravel. Uh, mm. I mean, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree. Yeah, Spice was on there talking about she gonna continue to fight against discrimination against dark-skinned people and i'm like bitch i know you fucking lying because your foundation don't even match your damn chest <laughs> <laughs> so i'm what discrimination are you can't even fight the discrimination going on in your own fucking body girl you can't even love all of you what are you doing titties looking like midnight goddamn face looking like chocolate milk help me understand spice mm. I also start lying to us talking about your song chart. I would I, I would like to see the receipts. On the billboards. <laughs> now you ain't gonna tell me young jock who I believe has at least has I don't know if he's had any number one hits, but he ha- he's had some success and popularity. Yes. You're not gonna tell me somebody like Young Jock gonna be on here being vague, talking about the billboards. Which yeah, one meant an actual billboard? They have many jock. Which one are you talking about? He meant the billboard posted outside the studio. Must have. Mm-hmm. I'm Must be. The reggae charts in 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 the UK. Something she was saying. I was like, girl, bye. In the bathroom by the stairs. <laughs> okay. At right. that 90s party in Potomac. <laughs> right. 
girl, we don't give a damn. And so I'm trying to figure out why they keep booking Carly Red on that show. Who cares about Carly Red that much? No, I'm telling y'all, listen. Nobody. I, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch the episode just so I can see that number that that they say the radio station is on. And I'm going to try to listen to it because I'm, I have, until this show, this season, I have yet to hear of a fucking Young Jock radio show. So I'm going to do some nigga kind of sense to see if this nigga really got a show or this just some shit they putting together for a storyline. Because some ain't adding up to me. Fair. They could be renting that, renting that space from a real radio station. Ah, well. They could be. I mean, this is this is a Mona Me production, so they could be renting that same space where Yandy's ass was talking on that unplugged phone. <laughs> 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 Next door, unplugged microphones. <laughs> I just don't get it, but <laughs> never forget. And then I'm trying to figure out who the hell. Well, I'm. I guess I know who, because Spice is inviting everybody to go to what was it? Trinidad. 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 Talking about it's all expenses paid. I'm like, bitch, how? How? Who's paying for it? Because as much as you've been complaining about trying to make a way for you and your kids that you done left in Jamaica, how do you have the money to do an all expenses paid trip for everybody on this cast to go to Trinidad? <clears throat> like, right. I, would, I would stop playing and just be like, hey, you know, this is our seasonal trip. We're going to go to Trinidad. Right. Stop trying to pretend and, and blot to us like y'all paying for this shit. We know y'all ain't got no fucking money. That's why y'all on this show. Right. And you continue to come back. Right. Because you need the money because you're not going to get anything otherwise. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I don't know. Spice. Because I honestly, I feel like you used all your money paying for that goddamn shellac you put on your skin. Mm. Had motor oil. <laughs> <laughs> Had that bitch on there looking like John Candy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Golly, it was terrible. Oh, it was bad. It's BB bad. BB bad. But, uh, so we move wait, on. Wait, did y'all did y'all catch how she left those motherfuckers with another segment to do? She sure did. She sure I'll did. I'll see you in Trinidad because she was like, but around you got another. Jack was like, but you got another, and she's like, I see you in Trinidad. <laughs> Listen. Which honestly, she should not be seeing him in Trinidad, but we'll get there. Yep. So scrappy, not scrappy, uh scrap. Which who let y'all both be on this show with them similar ass name? One of y'all gotta change y'all fucking name. But anyway, one of y'all, scrap one of y'all gotta go by y'all government. I mean, one, both of y'all can go get a job, but that's, you know, besides the point. Both so, need to get a job. Scrap is, I will say Scrap is doing good work with the outreach and everything. He's trying to help fellow uh, former inmates that are getting out of jail and help them clean up and get jobs and look nice so that, you know, when they reunite with their families. So I thought that that was nice. Same. But um, I'm trying to figure out why didn't you let this be your move for the season? Like, why did you start the season with that dumbass shit with Monice and Tierra? Exactly. Getting punched in the fucking face and shit. Fucking you could have, you could have, like, because that whole 
segment, that whole moment he had, like th- that was maybe the only five minutes that I didn't feel like my soul was rotting away by watching the show. But um, hmm. yeah, like you just you're gonna jump in with some bullshit and then try and switch over to this. It's it's a little disorienting. It's like it's like I get it because they always do that whole oh, you know I want to let people see another side of me. But I'm trying to figure out why we why did we need to see the initial side to begin with. Right, especially oh, when then watching you play around with Monique's ugly ass. Because especially when the initial side of you that we've seen in this season was something that we've always known about you. Like your inception on this show was playing around with women and being a typical straight man. So you could have shown your different side to begin with. Like we didn't need that stuff with Monique. Well, and Tierra and you being a bozo in communication. I mean, you didn't deserve to get for Tierra to put. Uh, her hands on you, but still, like we didn't need to see that scrap because we already knew that side of you. Yeah, we don't. I care. mean, I'm I'm happy Monique is able to make her child support payments or whatever, but I don't need to see it. Is she? <laughs> I should hope so. She's paying for studio time with Miss Nobody. She ain't paying for no fucking studio. I was about to say you you giving Monique way too much. <laughs> Mona, good looking out. I was right. <laughs> no Monique's paying for that. Right. I it's would a, like the receipts. It's an M on them checks, but it ain't no damn Moniece. Nope. The last name is not Slaughter. Right. Lemon on the weed, not my heart. <clears throat> it's fine. Yeah. And so Scrap talks to whoever that pastor uh, is. Jamal Bryant. I was I like, look, look at this somebody that I recognize. I don't understand this, this religion that y'all subscribe to that tells people they're not complete without a man or a woman. Mm. I, like, I don't I, I liked where it was going and then they just went yeah I mean but that's down. usually how that goes yeah but I can speak for myself I don't want nobody depending on me to complete them that sounds fucking exhausting yeah mm-hmm. they make something beautiful but don't come to me incomplete and expect me to fill in the missing pieces because in order for you to complete somebody else that means you have to be incomplete yourself because you got to give pieces of yourself to the other person exactly that's we're not talking about about loving people through trials and tribulations like you coming into the situation you looking for someone and your pastor is telling you you right for doing it you looking for a woman to quote unquote complete you that's bullshit and then if you marry the wrong one you finish people especially men who get caught up in that where they so busy looking for the perfect woman to complete them and make them do make them want to do right that Y'all fail to remember that you're supposed to be bringing something to the goddamn table your motherfucking self. And Scrap, you got a whole lot more shit you need to be figuring out besides trying to find somebody to complete you. Complete your motherfucking self. Because somebody else is not going to fix you to the point where you can stay your dumb ass out of jail. That needs to come from within. But what can I expect? Your mama's a goddamn bozo. So I was about to say, he got it honest because, I mean, he he's the son of KK. Like your mama bozo, it sounds like your pastor bozo. Like it's just all bad scrap. I would say a prayer that you know you don't end back up in jail, but I don't care that much. So whether you suffer or not, that ain't no skin off my dick. Let me tell you something. I would like for us to create a GoFundMe so that we can crowdfund the necessary monetary uh, amount and we can send an entourage 
to whoop Akbar's ass. Cause bitch, what the? I was wondering where you was going with it, friend. And I'm so glad you went up because I am tired. I am so I am, fucking sick. I am sick. I am tired. I am tired of Bowser in a thought wig. I am tired of this bitch. Let like, girl, nobody this. owes you no fucking apology. When she said that, I was, I, I paused because I was watching it on my phone. I paused my phone. I was like, did this bitch, did she just, did she just say that? Did, oh, who an apology? Oh, you bitch, I know you smoking shell casings. What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> Get there, buddy. <laughs> she's smoking. She's smoking uh, skull fragments. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there. But I'm just like. Now, on the one hand, you saying they owe you an apology, but then later you talking about there ain't no beef. I was just rapping. Is it Uchi Wale? Was it one mic, bitch? What the fuck is you talking about? You don't know shit about shit. She's acting like she's somebody, and it gets on my nerves because the first time I heard her, I heard the name mentioned. I thought that was that nigga Akbar from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, moving to that was yeah the one that released that sex tape of Tierra Marie. Exactly, and then I had to listen to Ratchet Ramblin. Shout out to y'all to figure out who she was because I wasn't gonna do my googles about that shit because I don't care about it. Well, I mean, she's not somebody you can Google. So hey, probably ain't gonna be much that come up outside well, of you have a Wikipedia article on this season. Like I'm you don't have say. a Wikipedia page, you're nobody. You need to work on that. Mm. Sounded like an Egyptian scammer with that fucking name. Yeah. Like one too. <laughs> Speaking of scammers, so then we find out that the good guy, quote unquote Stevie J, aka Muskrat Love, who is some type of alleged relation to Scrap, had some kind of opportunity to help Scrap get out of jail, like to cut his sentence in half, and didn't show up. And I'm gonna tell y'all something, and y'all weigh in where you feel necessary. But this didn't sound like a crock of bullshit to y'all, because how is Stevie J? Supposed to be getting anybody out of jail when he a damn jailbird his damn self. Like, didn't he narrowly avoid going to jail just this past year from back child support? Right. <laughs> Having Stevie J speak on your behalf would get you more years. Okay, he showed up with that rat face. Your ass is going to jail for life. <laughs> <laughs> I it was um because I know you said allegedly, but uh he. The, uh, he is uh, Scrap's uncle, but it would, but the bullshit was the part about him being able to get him out of jail. Because it's like yeah. if your if your own mama couldn't get you out of jail, your uncle ain't gonna be able to do shit either. Well, we know his mama ain't gonna be able to do nothing because they well, like mama, way too much. You can't do shit. Yeah. But I'm just like, what was Stevie J supposed to do that was gonna help you get out of jail a year and a half earlier? Like it just didn't feel right to me. You know what that f- felt like to me? That felt like. That felt like either Mona or Scrap or whoever was like, okay, so we're going to use this little caveat to set up some shit where Scrap has a reason to be mad at his uncle this season. Exactly, because what the fuck is Stevie J really going to do for him? Bite through some balsa wood for the goddamn prison board? Like, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I just... But my thing is, like, Stevie ain't even been on him. He has not been on since, what, the second episode? Like, yeah. what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. He got a whole new wife, a daughter, and a bozo baby mama. Like, we don't need this to give him a reintroduction. He part of the cast. He is in the opening credits. Like, 
but whatever y'all say, Scrap, I'm sick of you, to be quite honest. Like, I'm, I'm glad he wasn't on this episode because every time I see Stevie J on my screen, I need to make, I got, I got, I go check to make sure nobody fuck with the cheese in my refrigerator. Mm. <laughs> he just, he gives that that energy, like. You ain't got to worry about that. That's what it's the leader for. That's why she ain't on here now. She'll <laughs> <laughs> get a regular job so Stevie J will stop taking all her money. <laughs> Bite marks and all of her pay stubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you mean? She don't even see no pay stub. <laughs> Stevie giving her an allowance. Okay, so I received your paycheck. Here's here's your fifty percent. I thought it's supposed to be seventy, what I say. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that girl, girl. Good luck with all, to all of y'all. I mean, not really good luck because I don't care, but you know, it, it feels good to say. <laughs> so let me tell you something. Shekinah. <laughs> you, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Curtis. I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Bitch, what the fuck is you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you open the door at 3 a.m.? Is that what you sleep in, Shekinah? What is that? I was like, you dress like a bitch last Chicago. <laughs> like, what is that? I always forget who she is until I watch these. <laughs> until I watch. Well, I don't show. actually really know who she is. I'm just like, responding to what I'm being presented with. Bitch, what is you wearing at 3 a.m.? Same. I just didn't get it. It's it's, it's real bad. Like, oh, you wake me up out of my fat girl sleep, girl. You know good well you wouldn't sleep. Mm. Not with all that on. Your ass was in there eating pork chops. You ain't fooling right. anybody. You was eating some right. leftovers, girl. Yeah. Right. Now, what did you even do? Fish fillets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then Shay Mac shows up. And don't she kind of look like a long lost member of like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah, she kind of looked like she kind of looked like Maurice White cousin that he didn't fuck with. Depending yeah. on how her hair is styled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she show up looking dumb as hell. Which I mean, she always looks stupid. <laughs> I was about to say. Because I'm like, girl, you done lost your job. You're getting cheated on. You look like Lolo Jones. Like, it's just all bad. Right. It's no. It's nothing positive for Soka, man. Nothing but it's like that's what you deserve because that stupid shit you did. <laughs> right. But dumb. You are mm-hmm. an idiot. But she says that she found a box of condoms that wasn't full. And she's like, I just had this baby. We don't even use condoms. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you made fun of how she talked because I've been putting that for like, girl, why you talk like you read cue cards with your finger? (laughs) Ali is reading cue cards. (laughs) She was dramatic as fuck. She was. It was because <clears throat> she know nobody's gonna care about you getting cheated on after the shit that you pulled. And granted, Carly Red has no fans on this program. None. However, we will call out a bozo when we see one. And you was a whole bozo. Right. For letting Pooh convince you to go and ruin that lady's engagement party just to tell everybody some information we already fucking knew. Then for Pooh to be like, bitch, I don't care. That's your bad. Yep. Pooh was like, I mean... You expect me to feel sorry for that bitch? I don't. I don't. (laughs) And that's why nobody like your ass now, Pooh. But we'll get to you in a minute. Oh, yes, we will. Since we uh, staying on this vein. Now, I will say Shekinah kind of gave us some good advice. Like, girl, life goes on. Like, I get it. Your feelings is hurting shit. But what is you going to do? Yeah. 
because this is not your first go around with this kind of shit with made man right and it's not Shekinah's first time being like bitch what is you doing the made man is dumb as all fucking hell yeah i mean what, what is Shekinah gonna do she what does she do like does she have a job does she have a skill um, i don't care uh <laughs> i was about to make a really really fucked up joke uh, it's fine she looked fucked up so it's whatever she really do she look like ooh. Mm, yeah that's true so kendra <laughs> <laughs> this show just really filled with bozos <laughs> God damn. I see Candace has another customer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, poor wigs and fashion aside, I'm trying to figure out why you a grown-ass woman and you cannot stay your ass away from the mess. Like, you and Jock are a match made in stupid fucking heaven, in the words of my good friend Candace. Because why? Why? Why do you keep subjecting yourself to being around carly and all of this drama like you can't enjoy your relationship without being involved in all of that mess what the fuck is wrong with you and i'm like real confused how you supposed to be an actual lawyer and you on tv looking the hell dumb listen well it could be debt from law school if she is a lawyer because i don't that's fair anyway Mm. you know fair point side fair point but I feel like there's way more lucrative ways uh, to go about your life than being on Love and Hip Hop looking dumb over little Dick Jock. That exactly. Jocelyn, like, <laughs> Jocelyn, like yo, girl. Mm-hmm. I just wanna, I wanna be around Jocelyn's friends for what? Do you see how these motherfuckers? Well, actually, you do see how these motherfuckers act. Why do you want to keep subjecting yourself to this? And then you sit up here trying to convince us that you're not just like them, girl. All it took was for Carly Red to say something sideways to you, and you descended into into bird hell. <laughs> you hmm. became every bird ass bitch that we've always seen on these shows. You is no different. Mm. Trying to convince us that you got a corner office, girl. Bye. A corner office, uh, bitch. I know you fucking. As I know you fucking lying. I wonder how much they pay that law firm to let them say what law firm. We ain't see no fucking law firm. I was about to say exactly. They met outside. You can you can do that anywhere because they're not allowed to film in there. Because it ain't no law office. <laughs> we don't know these motherfuckers. Get off of us. Get out of our office. Shit, the motherfucker. Sound fucking stupid. Like, well, I want to go and enjoy myself and da 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 and da da da. I'm like, if you want to go on vacation with Jock that bad, then why don't y'all go on a separate vacation? Why do you insist on being in this shit? Because every time you do, you don't ever try to connect with Jock's friends. You always go directly for some mess with Carly, or you susceptible to it. And you always start doing this dumb shit. Then y'all start arguing. I don't want to see another trip. First of all, why are y'all already going on another fucking trip? Y'all just got back from being dumb. Because <laughs> Mona has to facilitate mess by any means necessary. I guess. Why do I feel like there's going to be another trip after this one? I mean, so it's possible. We only on episode 10. I'm not exactly sure how. We shouldn't have too, too many episodes left. But I'm not exactly sure how far up they go. Because it seems like it varies from season to season. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they get up. I pray they don't get up until the 20s because I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, I think Love and Hip Hop. Handle it. 
I think New York is the one that runs the longest, which Mona girl, which uh, it not like that. That fucking show is on life support, right? And I think that- my, I think Miami it runs the shortest, I believe. Yeah, I think Miami is usually like twelve. So I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm maybe we'll get like sixteen to eighteen. Yeah. So it I- is very possible that we might have another trip, but I feel like this next one is probably gonna be the big trip that they always do. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're gonna have to deal with the fallout and trying to wrap up storylines and shit. Um, but I just Kendra, stay your dumb ass at home, girl. Like, what is you doing? Being a bozo. Right. Speaking of dumb ass bozos. So we go to this fucking hair shop and Sierra talking (laughs) secret admirer. (laughs) And who was it that she was talking about? Um who was it that she was talking to and now she's trying to act like, oh, you know, I got a secret admirer. Uh, was it Tokyo? No, it was a man. Uh, the BK? No. No, it was some... Um, I don't remember. But... About it was a nigga in the shop on the episode? Nigga, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, she ain't been with too many niggas other than what? BK and Shooter, so who the fuck was them? Well, no, scrap. That's who I was talking about. Oh, scrap child. Uh, I assume that's who the flowers are from, but we'll see. I don't really know why they drawing this stupid shit out. Like y'all have enough drama to sort through. We don't need this extra with with uh Sierra. Yeah, yeah I f- my bad. I forgot that Altball had in- introduced them at that damn uh pastel thing or whatever the fuck. Oh, that's because Akbar's stupid. So Yeah. Cause I cause I damn sure was confused for a minute, but girl. Right, but with yeah, so we see that, and then Shekinah messy ass start telling all the Shay Mac business, <laughs> and I'm like, what we're the friend, fuck? we're friends like that. Who needs enemies? Exactly. Right. All of it, like, didn't leave not nan drop a tea unspilled. Mm. We're like, we're friends like that. Who needs enemies? Because she had all her shit out on the street. Yeah. Everything. I, I guess. Um, and so then Pooh shows up looking the way she looks. And I mean, she she's gonna do that anyway, cause that's how ugly she is. My favorite part of that scene was Mimi's look of just like I'm not in it, and satisfaction when Sierra and Pooh started arguing. <laughs> cause that that's me. Y'all get to arguing, I'm just gonna sit there like mm, I am entertained. Yeah, Mimi was looking like she wished she could have a burrito. Well, oh well, she 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 might bring bring one on this trip to Trinidad. You never know. You never know. And so then Tokyo jumps up into the shit, and I'm just like, what is it with Tokyo and Spice always jumping into everybody else's shit? Well, you know what? I take that back because I forgot Sierra can't fight. So I think yeah. they're required to be physically active a certain amount of um minutes per day. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But we didn't need all that. Like Tokyo just was doing a lot. She threw a fucking trash can at her and knocked the lamp just off the table like or whatever. Own shit, like I just I don't get it, but whatever. Go off, Tokyo. Go the fuck off. So <sighs> then we see this dumbass couple, Rashida and Kirk, talking about opening a lounge in LA. I mean LA in uh, Atlanta that nobody needs. Right. But, I mean, when it's already uh, like a million lit lounges here, and and don't nobody need a lounge owned by y'all two bozo ass. Right. Especially was, with the name Frost in the title and the in the name of the lounge girl by. 
I was going to ask why they keep opening businesses together when they should be getting a divorce, but I said, never mind, because they deserve each other. They deserve each other and they want each other. So my problem is, why do you keep subjecting us to it? Right. Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us out of it. We don't need to see your break babies. We don't need to see you perpetrating, acting like you cheated on Kirk. We don't need to see none of it. And let me tell you what we especially don't need. We do not need to see you using your daughter as a liaison between you and your fucking baby mama because your goddamn wife is so insecure about your wayward dick. And I don't have no love for Kelsey because she a dumbass bozo in her own right. But she did have a point. Like, it does not make no sense for you to be a grown-ass man. Kirk is in his 50s, I believe. It doesn't make no fucking sense for you not to be able to have a conversation with the mother of your child, especially when your child is sick. Like, why is Kelsey coming back running the information about uh, Cannon being sick? Listen, when you got Buckethead over there looking stupid, when you got Buckethead reading you down like that, you know you a fuck up, okay? Listen, and I just did not understand that. And then he said, you, you my right-hand woman. That is your daughter. She don't not need to be caught up in that mess. Even if she grown, she don't need to be caught up in that mess. And the fact that you don't have no problem with letting your daughter be out here looking the fuck stupid, trying to go for between you and your fucking baby mama, because you can't get your you and your wife can't get y'all shit together. Like that shit, it was repulsive. Like, be a fucking man, yo. You can throw your dick which and every other where, but you can't be responsible for what happens after that. Like, seriously. Like, can't even text the man. I mean, the woman. Like, y'all crazy as hell. On here, Tom, fucking stupid. Talking about, like, like, you just got to do what you got to do. It's like, nigga. You got to be a parent to your fucking break, baby. What the fuck is you doing about that? Talking about talking about, I mean, what can I do? I I promised Rashid I wouldn't talk to her, nigga. Uh, excuse, <clears throat> tell Rashid that she's being unreasonable. That's what you need to fucking do. I'm like, sorry. I get you in the doghouse still, but sir, your wife on here got y'all looking stupid. I really don't even get why he made that promise because he's still gonna go and cheat on her again in four to six months of weeks of days anyway. So. Just- just for just for Rashida to turn around and then shade Jasmine's parenting, which is it, Rashida? Is she a bad mom? Do you need to step in and take care of Cannon? Because I can't tell. You won't even let the man talk to the woman. I think Jasmine is a damn good mother because her child has discernment. You don't want that bitch anywhere near him. Well, you know what? That's well, fair. that is an excellent point. That's fair. I can't take that away from you on that. Yeah. Because every time she try to go near that kid, she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Nah. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't playing with you, girl. (laughs) You talking crazy about my mama when your fucking husband is the the actual piece of shit in this scenario. Right. Like I said, because you don't forgiving. You forgiving, Kirk, but you not. You you haven't let that anger go. So now you fixating on Jasmine with that. And again, I just don't understand what the point of that. If you're going to take the nigga back and heal your family, then fucking do it. Right. Stop being insecure and not letting him talk to her. And if you really feel that way about it, then you talk to her. But it don't make no sense for y'all to be a united front, allegedly. And neither Mm. one of y'all is having any conversations with this girl. But you got the nerve to go talk to her motherfucking mama and grandma, but you won't talk to her. I know you fucking lying. I know you lying to me. Doing that shit. 
Listen, I don't listen. I remember, I remember that scene. That, that damn, damn grandma was like, "I know you fuck a lot, of nigga. Why the fuck you here?" Listen, I cannot I pay for somebody to karate chop Kirk and that overgrown ass Adam's apple he got. If God forbid I were a parent and my child were in such a situation, and I had some weak ass nigga walking in my face to try and talk to me about some stupid shit like that, I really would have just knocked him out. Listen, he lucky that uh, her family even let him in the house because after the way you did, Jasmine, he's lucky that her family ain't strapped because that part, which I don't believe that they weren't, could have been an episode of CSI. You can't do too much with cameras in there, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that he would have caught them unawares. But I mean, he didn't shit because they told Jasmine pull up, (laughs) and she right. But anyway, I, Rashida, you continue to be stupid, and I just don't get it. But you know, you seem to be relishing in the role of of idiot bitch on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And you know what? Flourish. You yeah, I see, anyway. I, see, I see her long game. She's slowly trying to bring everybody down to her level of misery. It's impressive work. Listen, and let me tell you how I almost threw up when they was like, "Oh yeah, we are gonna get some get some a long time." Oh, why like, fuck y'all? <laughs> Like, I was literally like, y'all literally can't go to hell. Don't nobody want to... Env- Why would you do that? Nobody wants to envision you having sex with a doo-doo stain. Literally, Rashida, bitch, what are you doing? I mean, she act like a doo-doo stain, so... Well, that part, but it's just like, girl, leave us to... Y'all leave us to fuck along with y'all bozo asses. Yep. So, Shea Mac is moving out while Maid Man is at work with Tokyo. And again, I'm like, Shay Mac, do you have a job? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, because we know you ain't got that DJing job. And I'm girl, you are so fucking anyway. I don't we don't need to get into that again, but you're dumb, girl. You're stupid. Um, and so she kind of putting herself in the middle of this shit. She rolls up to the studio with Tokyo and Maid Man, basically calls him out on his shit. And he was caught um unprepared, but he didn't rebound, so that's how you know that that nigga was guilty. <laughs> he didn't yep. have no comeback. I don't know where them came from. Okay. Right, sure, nigga. Sure. No nothing. And then Shekinah and Tokyo both leave because Tokyo is like, oh, you know, I got to be loyal to my girl. So, you know, if shit go left, then I'm, I'm just going to leave it where it is. And I'm just like, but you paid for the studio session. Like, Mona paid for it to your girl, but is your girl gonna help you finish whatever music you're working on? Is that is that loyalty gonna help with that? Because that bitch can't even keep a job. Wait, didn't um? Oh shit, I just forgot. What's her name? Just said that she she wanted to cancel that session with him anyway. Who Tokyo? Was it yeah, Tokyo. because it was already paid for? So that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's already paid for, then why don't you get your money money's worth? people on this show ain't smart because they on this show true fair salient point simon true 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 um why is arkansas mo first of all why is your name arkansas mo that mm. (laughs) but let me not say too much before you get me killed (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be a target but i just have to ask why are you trying to talk carly out of renting that house that's income like you cannot be that emotionally sentimental about houses and and having a house together when she want to keep her house you should have kept your house like why did you sell it you that's that was long game i think it's because carly is a fucking handful off camera and he doesn't want to have to deal with anything 
else at all because that's what that sounds like well because it's not because she seems like the type of bitch who will wake him up at five in the morning to to tell him that there's some shit going on at the house that he wanted her to sell and that he needs to go on to fix it well i mean you put a ring on it sir so mm. you just don't have that's to why he's like i'm putting a ring on it so you need to to, to take them keys off bitch no nah, she ain't stupid because i wouldn't be surprised if she didn't expect for this not not to work out so she'll have a a, a way out and she cleaned it up real nice like i want to have something to give to my daughter and he was like well i sold my house well nobody told you to do that that was your decision <laughs> you should have been the one being like hey i want to keep my house and rent it out you know i gotta get serious about that relationship well i can't fault you there yeah I mean, like I said before, dope boys need love too. Yeah. I feel like this is not a good place to get it, but I'm who are me to tell you not to drink from the well? Now, if you fall in, Timmy, ain't nothing <laughs> you just gonna have to die. Huh? <laughs> Don't drown because we can't get you out. We we not gonna try to get you out. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> that's that Carly Well is that that's that acid from breaking bad where they was dissolving niggas <laughs> talking about a well not running dry Ooh. but anyway um so carly plays this recording from when she talked to hiram who is Pooh's husband and my immediate thought was she played a snippet of it to mo and i'm like why does she play this like this couldn't have literally been any nigga questions that need answers say anything he was just like no 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 he didn't confirm or deny anything that happened so i thought that that was strange but they picked it back up later in the episode um let's see so poop this poo lady i don't girl what why is poo i have to look i have to channel my inner drax why is poo why so she pulls up on Mimi and calls herself charging Mimi up because Mimi didn't defend her when she almost got beat up at Sierra shop by Tokyo. Cause Tokyo, like Tokyo says, Tokyo's like, I'm, I would have stressed her out and I full wholeheartedly believe that. Same. I mean, you got, you a bozo Tokyo because it's like, girl, why are you always jumping in trying to fight pe- other people's battles? But I also believe that you definitely would have beat who the fuck up. She literally will fight your battles and win. Yeah, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought that whole thing was funny. But the thing that really stood out to me is a me, 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 me. You have been on this show for way too fucking long. Why are you inviting somebody to a trip that is not yours? Didn't we just do this on Love and Hip Hop New York? Why are y'all inviting people to trips that you're not planning? That's not how this works. You don't just inviting people all willy nilly just because you got invited. That is not how that works. Because mess. Because mess. That is correct. So I did not get that. So then we see Pooh and uh, her husband Hiram finally show up, and Hiram was like, "That bitch a lie." Listen. Hiram was on there looking like beef jerky, but that's besides the point. He was definitely looking like a slim gym, but he was like that bitch had me on speakerphone. Her daughter was on there, and she was stressing me about this threesome. 
and she was crying. And I'm like, of course, I'm not going to say nothing like that with your daughter on the phone. Who would? But that, like I said, they just went right back because I'm just like, why? Like, because I'm like, Carly don't strike me as, as being slick when it comes to her own shit. Now, when she digging up information on other people, she, that seems to be her forte. But with her own shit, she just be caught out there. And I'm just like, how obvious was it that you was doing something? You got the man on speakerphone, your daughter's in there. He was like, Hiram was like, I don't have time to play with Carly's ass. I just said some shit to get her off the phone. Look, I just wanted this bitch off my phone. And she's crying with her daughter and everything. I'm like, let me just lie and get this bitch off the phone. Because mm, he was like, I didn't want to kiss and tell. It was like, because we, we know I fucked her. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody lying to a degree, all three of them. But I definitely feel like something happened between Carly and that couple. And those mm. sheets did not cost $750. I don't care what she said. Oh, no. They certainly didn't. No. Girl, them target ass sheets that's target no that's target no <laughs> that's that's walmart if that mm. bitch i know kmart. i see it okay mark oh shit with us? <laughs> i was gonna say is kmart still with us god damn listen i'm like that uh <laughs> one mean smoking kmart <clears throat> Haven't heard. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh man. Um. So let me tell you something, bozos. We just it's just full of them. Bozo fist. So, Sierra, a bozo, arranges a sit down with Akbar, another bozo, and Tokyo, another bozo, and Spice, another bozo. <laughs> bozo quad. Mm-hmm. What did she oh, think God. was gonna happen? We got the Voltron of Bozos coming together. Mm. And Akbar, this is what I just, I'm so fucking sick of Akbar. So, bitch, you got on here and you said that this is just how the industry goes and that you was just rapping. And so, if that's how all of that, then why was you at that? Why were you at that in that cemetery with that dude so fucking mad that nobody is coming through you when they come to Atlanta to try to do music? If it's just music and it's just rapping, if it was just rapping, then the first time we saw that would have been on that stage. You have done all this posturing in front of multiple people about people not respecting you as the queen of Atlanta. And then when you get in front of Tokyo, you sit up here and you clam up. I don't have no smoke with you. It's just that's just how the industry go. How would you know how the industry go, bitch? You was a flop. Mm. You, are, you are a nobody. What do you know about the industry? You haven't even broken into it yet. You got some broken shells in your head, but that's besides the point. Listen, you got broken parental rights, but that, that, <laughs> <I do. laughs> those rights have been voided. I just like, and now you're walking it all back like you a fucking bozo. Like, is it you don't want to square up with Tokyo? Like, I just did not get that because you had all that energy at that performance. And Mm -hmm. then you sit down and you like, I don't want no smoke. I was just rapping. Like, bitch. Okay. That's what what queen of Atlanta are you? Listen, she don't want to square up with Tokyo because she knows Tokyo would beat that ass. Listen, she wholeheartedly believe Tokyo would beat that ass. 
Listen, she changed energy like that dude that got beat beat up by the baby, okay? And you know why I say that? Because her energy shifted when Spice came in. So I was like, okay, so you feel like you can whoop Spice ass. And I don't think, feel like you could whoop Tokyo ass. I think if, if Spice really got a crack at it, I think Spice would fuck her up. Uh, I'm not giving Spice no roses. <laughs> I mean, I like her in a, well, I mean, this this isn't roses. I think this is just kind of like, I mean, you know what? scrappiness Mike because you know Spice was ready to go toe to toe with Tokyo and you know what that's fair I'm not 100% sure I mean she's from Jamaica and she dark skin she definitely can fight so yeah you know, all she, her life she had to fight yeah. mm-hmm. so I just did not get that uh, but Akbar start going back and forth with Spice Spice let, let me tell you what had me hollering when Spice was trying to be real uh Low key taking them shoes off and security rolled up on her. <laughs> they knew what it was. Like, was like, nah, bitch. <laughs> they, they knew you're not about to play in our face. <laughs> they knew. They knew. No, them uh, shoes are projectiles. Yeah, they like, nah, we we learned from the last episode, girl. Mm-hmm. Here goes Sierra trying to defend her. I mean, but she always be taking her shoes off, huh? Girl, so you telling me she take her shoes off everywhere she go? Dirty foot, bitch. What? <laughs> Sierra, Sierra, dumb as fuck, boy. Like, how are you so stupid? You can't even defend your friend without making her look like a disgusting idiot. Damn, Sierra. Maybe you got some sharp fragments in your head, cause girl, you dumb as. Fuck. Sierra has consistently been been the fuck stupid since her inception on this goddamn show. That is not untrue. It's like God damn. Sierra, got, she got a couple light bulbs out upstairs. That's uh, a couple that's light bulbs. But yeah, that that house is dark as fuck. Ain't no bills been paid. What you talking? This is a power outage. But okay, yeah. listen. So at the and end I, of the day, Spice and Akbar are really fighting over nothing. But I'm much. here for the mess. And I'm, I am kind of, in a way, I'm only here for Spice in this argument because. When somebody tells you not to call them something, don't fucking call them that. Right. You beat your ass. Because we just went through that with Spice in Tokyo last season. Yeah. When Tokyo was cool. Flat out like, telling you, I don't like that bitch where don't call me no. Then you start mocking her accent, which, I mean, we do that here, but <laughs> you start mocking her accent. You're just doing the fucking most. And I'm just like, again, Akbar, you supposed to be so hungry for this music shit. You supposed to be so hungry to get your shit together so that you can get your kids back. You can't even sit down at a table with three grown women and have a conversation without getting into a fight. And again, you supposed to be the queen of Atlanta. How sway? How queens don't act like peasants. More like the court jester. Not even shit. Just to have a job. Right, she she a peasant, an unpaid intern. Like, bitch, you're not gonna sit up here and act like you ain't one fucking step away from sleeping up under the goddamn freeway. Okay. All Yo, the fucking theatrics. This the, this does not make you endure. Like, if you was really about your rap shit, then let us hear your fucking bars. That part. I mean, I don't want to hear them, but I'm just saying in general. Like if you really about your music, like the people that's really about their music shit, they grind and they we hear they bars. We don't see them fighting over people that they claim is irrelevant. Do you know how fucking stupid you look you look to get on here and say that they irrelevant? They they flew there, you grew here, but you steady arguing with them. Mm. You, you ain't nowhere above them. 
and she's desperate All for that. Bitches, like goddamn. Three peas and, and a she, dog she, pod. She's begging for respect. Like you gotta, you gotta do better, bitch. Like yeah, you act like trash, and you wonder why nobody gives a fuck about you, but you're doing it to yourself. You're your own. You can't curse. even follow through to punk the respect out of nobody because <laughs> mm. you know you get beat the fuck up. Mm. Go ahead and activate those fragments and send you to the hospital. Because I'm sorry, nothing about Akbar tells me she wants that New Orleans smoke. She, she doesn't want a Newport. She don't want nothing. Because you know, if some shit go down with Tokyo, you might as well wrap that shit up. Because you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna hear the end of that for some time. Closed casket. Mm. Like them wigs. I almost made a really insensitive joke. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it. <laughs> But I will say, um, and then I, okay, so hold on. I didn't mean because because why the fuck did she say when she walked out? Why she mad at Sierra for? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. My only thing is, I guess she's like, okay, well, you 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 done called me here and set me up, and and I'm about to get a shoe thrown at me. But I'm again, that only went left because you took it there. Which okay, right. let's bring it full circle to the to the title of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> the shit went left because of you, Akbar. You all you got way too much fucking mouth, and you do not yeah. back that shit up. It's all your fat ass fault, bitch. Do better. Like, like Candace said, you a fucking bozo. Yep, that's an insult to like, bozo. I've never yeah. not thought you were a bozo. I just thought, okay, here's somebody. She's pretty. She on her ground. Let's see what she do. And I can't even say that you disappointed me because I didn't have high expectations for your stupid ass in the first place. I can't even say she's pretty because she way, the way she acts makes her hideous to me. Well, that's fair. fair. It's like her, she is like she looks like a gremlin to me. I can't deal with it. And she act like one. Yeah, absolutely fair. Rambunctious as fuck. Tr- mm. ch- child eating motherfucker. Why are like- you making that rent? You got too much stuff to be worried about than fighting with spice. You got way spice. Don't know if she want to be a cocoa rice crispy treat or a regular rice crispy treat. She got her own problems, and so do you. Hey, both you bitches need to go and tend to your business. Spice got better things to do than than to be beating this bitch up with beef patties and shit. Like, go on somewhere. Yes. So we shall <laughs> see what happens. Uh, I think the next episode is the Trinidad trip, so I'm sure that's gonna be a mess. And Pooh shows up on the Trinidad trip trying to, and Mimi trying to facilitate peace between her and Carly again. Mm. And at this point, I'm like, if y'all not going to fight, then let's wrap this storyline up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Seriously. Pooh don't need the checks to be on. So she don't need to keep being on the show. Like wrap sure. it up, bring her back and let her, you know, hug Carly at the end of the season or something. But it's time to wrap this storyline up. Let's move on to, to other things. Correct. And also from the preview, it looked like, I mean, maybe it's the way they splashed it together, but it looked like Shekinah and Carla finna get into it for whatever reason. Because that's all Shekinah can do. Because she don't have no reason to be on this show. She don't do music. She really don't. She did. You know what? I, mm. mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask the question, but I don't think I care enough to find out what the answer is. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough, Simon. Yep, fair. So maybe she's a well-fed Marlo. Who knows? <laughs> she on here looking like one of the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, uh, side eye, we thank you so much for hopping on the show. It's always a good time with you. 
Tang, you know, it's always a pleasure to be with to to come on and chop it up with y'all and talk some shit about these raggedy ass people. Correct. In the TV world, because the ghetto. True. Mm-hmm. So tell people where they can find you real quick, and we'll get up out of here. You can find me on Twitter at Side Eye Special. That's all one word, and that is Side I E Y E Special. All right. Check him out. Check us out. You can follow Ratchet Ramblings all over the internet. Y'all should know where to find us by now. If not, it's at Ratchet Rambling with no S on Twitter. It is Ratchet Ramblings on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Perch some merch. Like I said, we got a new Ratchet Ramblings shirt design coming out. We got things in the works. So you will definitely see merch on our bodies coming soon. And in the future, uh, let's see, go to the website to get that merch, flawlessnoises.com slash store. Sign up for the Patreon, get some bonus content, throw us a little bit of change to help us keep the lights on. Patreon.com slash flawlessnoises. You will get bonus content from myself, from Jeremy, from Bree, from Candice, from Mike, like we're doing big things. If you have a podcast idea and you are looking for a podcast home, we are taking submissions. So go to our website. There's a link at the top in the banner. Uh, submit your podcast idea. There's a questionnaire you fill out. We'll go from there. Specifically, if you are looking to start a podcast about sports or, I don't know, law or something that we don't already currently offer, those will definitely get first priority because we want to fill the ranks a little bit. So video games you know just different things like that that we don't already cover um we're willing to try to work that out with you guys i believe we'll be back to full force next week and i'm not making any promises beyond that because i believe the (laughs) the next week after that is my birthday and last year the show on my birthday was a hot fucking mess (laughs) 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 <laughs> good luck everybody yes for frame of reference i believe last year when we recorded my birthday that was i think that was the ugh tamales oh my god <laughs> yeah yep anyway yep. i don't i don't think it'll be bad because i'm not doing all that shit that i did that year but that'll be it for us like i said candace should be back next week and we will continue on the path that we're on. We appreciate you for listening. Please share the show with your friends, coworkers, anybody that likes Ratchet TV or just likes to laugh. You don't necessarily have to watch the shows in order to laugh with us. A lot of people don't watch the shows. They just like hearing us talk about it. And that's okay, too. You know what I'm saying? Bring your bring your aunt. Well, I mean, if your auntie is easily offended, maybe not. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring your crass auntie. Bring your coworkers that you cool with outside. You know that you smoke weed with outside of work hours. Bring that cousin you smoke with every Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. All of that good stuff. We appreciate that. We appreciate y'all for listening through the episodes, putting up with the ads, and all of that good stuff. And we will continue to come back and talk cash shit. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.